Cheers. Cheers. That was a good clink. I thought that was quite pathetic. Oh, did you? I thought that was the best one we've done for a while. Well. Although it has been a while. It has been probably, what, a year. But previously, when I've been editing the podcast, there's been this horrible tinny clink right at the beginning of an after work drinks. And I've thought, oh, should we continue to do that? But that was just a gentle clink, which Mm. may not have annoyed people as much as it previously annoys me. (laughs) But yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? I just put my drink down. Yeah. Um... (laughs) So, for those people who've joined us since our last After Work Drinks, this is just kind of where we just take an excuse to have a drink and talk about things that are happening in the movies. Mm. No real reviews, but we just kind of just as if we are just having a drink after work. Which indeed we are. Yes, which, yeah. (laughs) It's not going to be hard to fake that because that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, and previously we have talked about things like, well, we, we talked a lot about the pandemic pushing films back yes but some films were coming out and we didn't really realize that some were going to be delayed by quite as much as as they were and we just sort of chatted about trailers that have come out and thing things like that but now i feel like we can sort of really talk about films that are going to be in the cinema yes <laughs> or indeed on streaming services as well because yeah. i know some will come out in the cinema some will um be followed in the streaming services because this seems to be now a momentum within cinema we have been to the pictures a lot more since the lockdown in england lifted yeah and we are starting to get excited for new films coming out as well yeah i mean i think we are lucky and this is (laughs) this is with a massive amount of caveats that our local cinema doesn't get massively busy Mm. so if you are someone who is still cautious going to the cinema i fully understand that um, I've never felt unsafe in my cinema. There's always been able to put a couple of seats between everyone. Um, and to be honest, we go at times where we don't go on a Friday or Saturday night. No, we don't. We go at off-peak times. Yeah, and we also, we don't go together. Yes, yeah, we go <laughs> Which really ourselves. helps when you're on your own. You can just pick a seat yeah. as far away from everyone else as humanly possible, which yeah. I would do anyway. Never mind the pandemic. I would sit as far away as humanly possible from anyone else in my own little bubble. I know you're different to me, though. You like to be sort of in the mix. You're the person that really introduced me to going and sitting in the back row, which I would never have done before because everyone goes and sits in the back row. I'm the person, like, down near the front to the left-hand side where hopefully no one else is. But I'm six foot four. Yes. And so... If I'm not in the back row, I am constantly worried that I am blocking the screen for oh, someone. I've never thought about it like that. Well, no, you weren't because you're you've tiny. Got a bit more leg room as well. I don't think there's necessarily more leg room. Well, in the back if you're row. sort of near, if you're near where the um, the stairs are, because we often sit near, like right close to you know, you walk up the stairs and then we don't like go right seat. in the middle of the row. For I quite example. often will. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, all these things you've been doing when you haven't been to the pictures with me. <laughs> All yeah. the new things. I've got some new techniques. Have you now? <laughs> Bet you have. So we wanted to, oh, I suppose, change things up a little bit for this episode because we wanted to have a think about the films that are coming or up. I wouldn't yeah. say upcoming and then I changed my mind. So then I delayed. Coming soon. Coming up. Yeah, things that are coming soon. Coming Things that are coming for the remainder of the year. So we're going to do... Yeah. I've made a top five films that I'm excited about for the rest you of the did, year. You did. And then I thought... Well, I better do one as well then. So, should we do this the same way that we did the end of year things? You'll have to remind me, darling. Because okay. I, I was going to say, yes, let's do that. <laughs> I cannot remember how well, we did that. Whereby we go through from the bottom 
mm-hmm. um, and if there is something that appears later on a list, we sort of give them a nod. I suspect that my list of films that I'm looking forward to for the end of 2021 and your list of films that you're looking forward to for the end of 2021 are going to be remarkably different. I I was laughing so. when I was making my list. I thought, yeah, I don't think this is going to be honest. <laughs> right, hang on two seconds while I get my list and then uh, we can get going. Do you want to go first? Yeah, okay, I'll go first. This might be on your list, actually. Do I, do I have to say it? Sorry, I don't know the rules. Do I say my film? Uh, how else really am I scared. going to know? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right, so my film is Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. That is in my list. So it might be somewhere, but mine, mine is at five. Okay. Mine is at five. Oh, interesting. Yours is not at five. That's how this game works, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Right, so do you go now? Yes, that's right. Yeah. I suspect this isn't in your list. But my number five is Eternals. No, it's not in my list at all. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. No, it's not in my list at all. You're really not excited about I'm this, not are you? I'm excited about it. Why are you excited about it? Because it's the MCU. And the MCU have had their big moment with Infinity War and Endgame. And I think we are now starting to see just about where they're going with phase four. I think the TV shows that they have had so far, certainly two of them, WandaVision and um, Loki, and also What If, not As If, as previously discussed, (laughs) are leading me down a very certain path. And I'm really excited by how Eternals, which is obviously more a... Um, it's closer to Thor in sort of the magicness. Magicness? Magicness. Magical element. I'm not going to pick you up on that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just really excited by these, but by where this is going. Um, there are other films which are similarly excited about, which we may be discussing later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I am. Chloe Zhao absolutely nailed it with Nomadland for me. Yes, but one fantastic film does not a wonderful Marvel film make. I'm worried. I'm worried that I think when you say things like, "Oh, because it's the MCU." It's almost like that cures it of all its ills, which I don't think it does. I think these films have to stand up to scrutiny on their own. And yeah. I, I'm just not convinced that this... Well, I would love to be proved wrong. There is I'd a really go good cast it, behind and, this. Yeah, I suppose Angelina so. Jolie, what? Selma Hayek. not really very excited by the Gemma cast. Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan, yes, fine. I like Gemma Chan. I liked her in the... TV show about robots that I can't remember. I mean, not Kit humans. Har- yeah, yeah, not Kit Harrington, but you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kit, well, Kit Harrington's it, and, yeah. and Richard Madden are in it, so together. So it's a bit. That's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. That Barry Kogan. Yeah, see, yeah. So I like interesting character actors. Camille like that, Nanjiani, so, yeah. uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, they're they're the ones that I would be more interested in when they come up on the screen. To be honest, Lauren with you. Ridloff, who's such a good actress in The Walking Dead. Okay, I don't um, know. She is a. Uh, well, she's in The Walking Dead, she's in Sound of Metal. She is a deaf actress. Okay, right, um, okay. You have walked in while I'm watching The Walking Dead and people have been signing and you've gone, and oh. And I've that. Yeah, yes. that's right. yes, okay. her character, that, okay. that's the reason why. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited by the directors that they have got in to do with these works. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on this. Okay. 
Right, do you want to go to your number four? Right, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, it's gone off on my phone. I had the... This is why I... Why do we put things on phones? It should be on paper. There we go. Right, I've got it now. <laughs> number four is House of Gucci. Yeah, that's not on my Is that not on your list? No. Do you remember when we watched the trailer for House of Gucci? And we were a little bit surprised by it. No, I remember when you said, you need to watch this. And we watched the trailer and I said, hmm. Okay. And yeah, that was it. I knew nothing about this film. All I, I think I'd seen some paparazzi shots. Which probably weren't paparazzi shots now thinking about it. Ironic. Yeah, I know. Um... The some shots from the release from the set of Adam Driver and Gaga, I think they were kissing or something like that, and people were really getting excited about Lady Gaga and Adam Driver being together. And I, that's that's the sort of casting I find quite interesting. It's a Ridley Scott film, which I didn't know, and it's based on a book, like House of Gucci. It's something like the scandalous murder, death, greed of the, ha- but I just don't know anything about it, and I just thought it looked beautifully sumptuous it looked like crime thrillery like i've got my hands out here i'm like, so excited for a good old italian crime thriller do you know what i mean like I, i'm not saying it's the godfather yeah but i do love that sense of family and mystery and like they say murder and greed and crime and i just i love it and because i don't know anything about what has happened i'm really excited to go into this completely you know just going in seeing what happens seeing the performances the only thing i'm not excited about is jared leto yeah i was just looking at the cast here yeah you look at the cast really interesting and when you look at who has been cast as whom as well sort of famous people that are characters in this, which obviously, because obviously the Gucci's are real people, but there are other famous designers and people in the entertainment world that are being played by actors and actresses. And then you and you go down the list and you go, oh, that's interesting, oh, that's interesting, and then you remember Jared Leto's in it. So, right, in defence of Jared Leto, okay, I think he's made some poor decisions. Mm-hmm. He was very good in Dallas Buyers Club. Yes, he was. He was very good in Dallas Buyers Club. I've never seen Requiem for a Dream. No, um, no, I haven't either. So, fair enough. <clears throat> but his Blade Runner 2049, was that it? 2049? 2049, yeah. Just no. Just yeah, no. Yeah, I'd agree. And his Joker. Yeah. No, thank you very much. And that might be a direction point, but no. And he is, if you've, if anyone's seen the trailer, you probably won't realise it's Jared Leto in this film because he is doing, essentially, he reminded me a lot of a Christian Bale. You know when Christian Bale played Dick Cheney? Yes. And he put on the, you know, the suit and he had so many prosthetics. Yeah. That's, Jared Leto is playing someone who is a larger size than himself and also seemingly has a completely different face to him. And I, sometimes I just think with these things, why not get someone who actually looks like the character that you want them to play rather than what, you know, you kind of feel... It's like, I'm not having to go at Ridley Scott because he's from round here and his family um, are behind one of the more iconic cinemas in Newcastle. Um, so... Our relationship holds a large yes, part to that cinema as does. well. So, and, and I really, I really like him as a, as a 
person that I think he's a fantastic director. So I'm not going to, obviously, going to have got really good, but still, I would say, you know, I hope there's a reason for this casting is what I'm saying, rather than it being like a stunt casting of Jared Leto puts a lot of makeup on. Okay. I mean, I will totally go and see this. Mm. Um, Like you, I don't know the story, but from the trailer, I felt like I saw it four years ago with all the money in the world. Okay. Um, and what do, you mean, what do you mean by that? Sorry. Well, it's a Ridley Scott film about a real life crime, okay. um, and featuring like prestige actors. Prestige. Okay, great. It just it reminded me a lot of it, and oh, it, right. but with posher frocks. I haven't seen. Oh yes, and the fashion looked amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen all the money in the world, so maybe I'm coming at it from a you know if I'd seen that, maybe I'd be thinking, oh, it's kind of that again. But okay. Good. Well, I'm glad you'll come and see it with me, or indeed separately. Yeah, yeah. I will 100% go and, go and see this. What's your number four? Guarantee this isn't on your list. Right. In the slightest. Uh, it's that... The Card Counter. Sorry, I was about to say, that's not a film I've heard of. <laughs> but also, The Card Counter is not a film I've heard of. <laughs> yeah. So it works for both. Yeah, so th- I first found out about this because it's considered to have flopped in America, which is a real, um, a real problem. Uh, but this is Paul Schrader, who is longtime um, collaborator with Martin Scorsese, who gets a producer credit in this. I think he wrote Taxi Driver. He wrote Rage. He was a writer on Rage and Cool. Of course he did. I'm thinking, why do I know that name? But yeah, of course, yeah. of course he did all those things. And then I think he's directed a lot of films, but I think probably in most recent years he did First Reformed, which I've not seen, but that's got a lot of. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, that that's Ethan Hawke and Amanda yeah. Seyfried, and really, really got a lot of attention. Um, certainly in the lists and the podcasts I listen to. Mm-hmm. So this went for, for, first of all anything to do with card counting. I am obsessed by. Yeah, I, know I you find are. I love, I love Twenty One, and I really wish it wasn't as problematic as it is now because I'd love. To, I know you've not seen it, no. uh, but it it's set in Vegas. It's Takes pl- it's filmed a lot in I suspect Planet Hollywood. It's ooh, been a while since ooh, I've seen it, ooh, but it certainly ooh. looks like it's there, which is our favourite hotel. Um, but this stars Oscar Isaac, um, Tiffany Haddish, Ty Sheridan, Willem Dafoe. It's about what a and, great cast. Yeah, yeah. So it's about someone who's been to prison, comes out, and is a card counter. Is seems like this, I've only seen the trailer for this, but it, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. Um, recruits him to be in their card counting gang. gang. But Ty Sheridan catches up with him and there are things from his past where he's trying to get revenge on people. Um, like I said, this hasn't gone down well in America. It's not made its money back. I think it made less than two million at the box office. But it's just the timing, though, maybe. <laughs> maybe so, maybe so. Um, it did really well at Venice. The, um, okay. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm just really really looking forward to it. It looks really stylized, but just the right amount. It only came out last week, so maybe it's got a bit more legs in it. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm. It's definitely up your street. Yes, yeah, this th- this is one for me. I think it could have like a completely unknown cast, a director that's maybe done like you know what a dodgy Sharknado type thing. Yeah, and you would still go and see this film because it's called The Card Counter. I mean, look at Oscar Isaac's there. I mean, he, cool. is, he is the coolest guy. Yeah. He is the coolest guy. But yeah, um, so I am fascinated by anyone who can card count. I've tried it myself, like just as a little, little amateur mm-hmm. thing offline. Yeah, can't do it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand card counting? Please don't ask me that question. Okay. <laughs> right. I have no... 
I have an idea. Do you know what it is? It's well, you're essentially cheating, aren't you? Because you're 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 looking you're trying to work out what the other people have by doing this counting business. So someone over there's got this hand, so I must have this one. It's maths, isn't it? Which as you know is something that I'm really not, good at. You're not so much I mean, my understanding of it is you're not so much trying to work out what other people have you're working out what cards are left in the deck. In the deck, right, okay. So, yeah. in blackjack, you want tens and aces to be in the deck because you're more likely to get a higher hand that way. And there's a scoring thing. You count how many times a card and you add one for an ace and you take one off for a two or something like that. It's very, very complicated. Um, and that's why people in MIT in 21 are the people mm-hmm. who uh, try and get an advantage of it. It is only an advantage rather than actual cheating. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily legal, but obviously... But it's not. It's frowned upon, surely. Yes, and if you are caught, you will be politely asked not to yeah, frequent this establishment will, again. Yeah, uh, not, yeah. not be renewed. Okay. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's only something that I found out about when I've done some research on this, but yeah. So, what's your number three? My number three, I'm absolutely sure this will be on your list, um, and I'm putting it on purely because I love nostalgia. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ghostbusters colon Afterlife, which when the trailer first came out, the first trailer, yeah, so the teaser trailer, I got really excited because it's directed by Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Ivan Reitman, Reitman being the original director of, of Ghostbusters, and it throws back, as things always do, of course it's a throwback, but it throws back to certain characters within those films and taking it taking it forward i really like the idea there's a scene with paul 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 what's his name never ages thank you paul rudd there's a scene with paul rudd who seems to be a teacher in this in this uh film from the from the trailer that i've seen where he's essentially showing kids teenagers on youtube videos of the original ghostbusters and going how have you never heard of these guys things like that really tickle my fancy i really like that level of nostalgia and that sort of nudge nudge how can you not all of that i really like i wish i had just left it there because i then saw a full trailer that came out probably about a month ago yes and i had to stop watching it halfway through because i felt i had seen the entire film and major things were spoiled for me and it is nostalgia so I know we're going to get certain things coming back. But you don't but want I to don't see them. But I don't want to see them before yeah. I get to the cinema. So you told me not to watch the trailer. Yeah, and I have texted you during a trailer yeah. when I've been on the, in the cinema going, I'm just trying to avoid where yes. this is. Yeah. And anyone else out there, I'd really... Unless you're someone who just doesn't care and you know watching a trailer is fine for you. And I'm normally that person because I, then I can't really remember what has happened. But with this... I felt like I'd seen the entire film and I was only halfway through. And the cameos, which you you know are going to be there. You know they're going to be there. But I don't want to see them. And imagery, which again, if you think about it, well, of course they're going to go back to those things. But I don't want to see them. And I don't want to see what they look like. I want to get in the cinema and enjoy the experience. This is probably not going to be... (laughs) I'm like talking myself around. This is probably not going to be great, but... Sigourney Weaver's come out in the last couple of days and just said it's glorious and 
she's not one to say those sorts of things. Come on, she's oh, she's, promoting her she's, film. Well, I don't know if she's in it, darling. I, she will be, won't she? Yeah, she will be now that she's said all this yes, stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. But, and I know, obviously, it's the director's son, so you've got all that goodwill going along with it, but I just thought... And like, I love Jason Reitman's films. I love one Jason Reitman film. Tell me Jason Reitman's films, okay. because I don't know. So I love two what, Jason Reitman films, okay. looking at them now. I love Juno. Oh, right, did he do Juno, right? Yeah. And, okay, so he produced Up in the Air, which... I really enjoyed as well. Who's what's up in the air? It's George Clooney and oh, Anna Faris Anna... going around firing people. I don't think it's Anna Faris. No, Anna Kendrick. That's. <laughs> How do I know? No, keep that in, my darling. Keep that in. You change that every time. <laughs> I would. Yeah, if I'd said it, I probably yeah. would have. Uh, probably would have edited it out. Hang on a minute while I just move. Mm. Oh. I'm not so much a fan. Oh, yeah, no, he did. He did do up in the. Air. He did direct up in the air. I'm not so much a fan of young adult. Um, Young adult. Yes. Right. Which is Charlize Theron and Patrick Wilson. Oh, it's just I know, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, I mean, Carrie Coon, I love in there. Exactly, that's what we're thinking. The cast, great. Paul Rudd. Yeah. I'm a little bit over Finn Wolfhart. I know. So am I. And there is. I hope he plays a different character to everything else that I've seen him in. Because we, we all love. I mean, I think we're probably moving into 90s now, given yeah. the number of crop tops I'm seeing when I'm, when I'm driving through town <laughs> and all the, you know, all the sort of the tiny little backpacks that I was wearing in 1994. Yeah. I'm, I think we're moving into a 90s phase, but we we went through that major phase, didn't we, of 80s love. Yeah. And he obviously was at the centre of that with Stranger Things. And what else was he in that so was very was in, similar? He was in It. That's it, yeah. Which again, you're throwing back to eighties. Mm. So, yeah, I hope he has other things. He was in the to Turning do. last year as well, mm-hmm. which was just. I mean, again, he played Phil Wolfhart. Phil. Uh, Phil. Finn. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you played Phil, Phil, then he'd be fine. Phil Wolfhart. He? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to it, but not on the basis that I think it's going to be. I mean, this is terrible. Like. <laughs> Yeah. It's a bit of a diss. But not on the basis that I think it's going to be an amazing film, but on the basis that I'm just going to feel really heartwarmingly lovely when I'm watching it. I mean, they are one for three out of Ghostbusters films, aren't they? I, I, wasn't, um, I wasn't massively taken with the reboot, which was the... Um, oh, Melissa... Why can't I think of her name? McBride. McCarthy. McCarthy. <laughs> Who's McBride? She's um, oh, Carol in tonight. Walking Dead. You were obsessed with The Walking Dead. I'm just, I've watched a lot of it recently. So yeah, and um, oh, like I love that the cast in it, but it just didn't sit right for me. And weirdly, I had this thing. Do you remember at the time where I just couldn't get over Chris Hemsworth in that film? Everyone said he was hilarious, and I just didn't get it. I didn't get what he was going for or the humour. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I wasn't cute. I like Ghostbusters too, but again, it's a nostalgia thing. I mean, it scares the living daylights out of me, but I do like Ghostbusters too. The Vigo. It the... It's the bit where the man from the museum is dressed as like a nanny and he comes and he steals the baby. Ter- I can't watch it. I can't watch it now. I'm nearly 41. I cannot watch that scene. Just even thinking about it now. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I'm not. You got your phone my, out. I thought you were getting my list ready for the I next thought, I thought you were getting the video up and you were no. going to make me watch it. Anyway, yes, I don't like that bit. 
let's move on quickly to the next film. I don't think we'll be talking about this for very long. Okay. Because I think this might come up later on yours. I've only got two left, haven't I? Yeah. Well, right. this is my number three, mm-hmm. and it's The Matrix Resurrections. Yes, that's coming up on mine. Okay. Um. Well, your number two is now, so are we talking about it now, or are we talking about it later? We're talking about it later. So okay. we're still, still working out the rules of the game. Yes. Here. So my number two is No Time to Die. Do, 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 you can talk do, about do, it now do, for me. Do, 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 do. You haven't got it in your list at all? No, I mean, I will go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am looking forward to seeing it, but I just feel like this has... It's not its own fault. No. This has been around it's dragged so long. On. Yeah. We have seen the trailer for this film so many times and not wanted to. Yeah. And like proper done what you did, which is like close your eyes or just try and think of something else. Put fingers in your ears. Because you just get sick of seeing it. The same scenes over and over again. And again, I feel like I've seen the film. I'm not putting it in here because I think, oh, it's Bond and I love Bond. Although mm. I don't mind it. And it usually comes out every November, which is um, the, my birthday month. Yeah. So it's always sort of like, go and see Bond around the time of your birthday. But I just want to see what it what it is. I'm now to the point where it's a Bond film. I want to go see it. I want to see what it's all about. I'm really excited about Lashana Lynch. She excites me out of everything in this film. The problem is, I feel like I've seen her performance for two years. That's right. That is the caveat to everything. And also, it's, it's, um, I was about to call him Craig Daniel. We're doing really well on names tonight. Um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's final, oh. final, final performance yes. as Bond. And... I, I'm intrigued to see what he brings to this performance. Whether it is he's just so sick of this and that you're going to see that on his face throughout the entire film, or if he's actually, you know, if he's really sort of doing doing things. Mm. Uh, so, I'm, from an analytical point of view, I'm really interested to see how that comes across on screen. I'm not particularly keen on this whole idea of the villain. I think we've talked about that before on the podcast. It looks to me like he's got some kind of uh, difference in terms of his face or in terms of his body. I think um, Helen O'Hara from Empire Magazine and the Empire podcast has raised this point many times before and I completely agree with her. Is I think we, we should really get past things like limb differences or um, something, you know, a disability yeah. as something that denotes villainy or evil mm. or crime i think we've really got to move past that now i agree and i think when rami malik was appointed he was probably high off the back of bohemian rhapsody yeah, he was. that's aged badly quickly hasn't yeah. it yeah and now that sort of that's and again it's a time thing which is not their fault yeah but also i'm thinking about it now it's been so long since i've thought about this this was originally meant to be a danny boyle film yes Although I'm happy for Kerry Fukunaga to take the reins. Like, um, he, um, why can't I think of the name? True Detective. Mm-hmm. He's uh, so good work on that, the first season of that, which probably can be classed as the only season many people pay attention. Although I like yeah. the third season as well. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Anna de Armas, seeing what she will do in this. I thought she was in it. Yeah. She hasn't been in the trailers very much then. No. Or we've just stopped watching them. She's got a moment where she's, I think she's got a machine gun in it or something okay, like that. Okay, uh, Leia Sadu, I don't suspect uh, her to yeah, last the first act. I know, I know, yeah. Some broken mask. 
some bro- yeah, yeah, the broken mask. Christoph Waltz is in it. Oh yeah. Jeffrey Wright. Yes. Coming back, which obviously doesn't look like anything big, to me. Big fave, fave here. Yeah, I mean, there's there are good people in this, and I know that it will be good. I'm really upset that it's two hours forty three minutes. I was just about to say, should we mention the time? Because we only found that out the other day, didn't we? Mm. When we were looking to see when the screenings were, and you pointed to the screen, and I was like, "What? What is this? Why are you so upset?" And I thought it was like you were going to say, "Oh, it's all sold out everywhere," but no, you were pointing to two hours forty three minutes. And I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I don't think a James Bond film, unless they are going to really, really, really move this along mm-hmm. to be in a way that. I don't know whether they're going to kill off yeah. Daniel Craig yeah. in this and have a I'd like, grand I'd quite like new... that. I quite like something different. Yeah, I mean, because they've never done that before. Um, they've never killed off a Bond. Yeah. Um, they've kind of. They've, they don't normally acknowledge it, do they? No. Um, there's I no mean, acknowledgement of the of the new apart person. from in the beginning of Honor Majesty's Secret Service, which opens with George Lazenby walking along a beach, and I think he gets turned down by someone, and he breaks the fourth wall and says, "This never happened to the other fellow." This never happened to the other fellow. I, I know that there is this theory that James Bond is just a code name, and he, mm-hmm. yeah, these are people adopting the, the actual persona of James Bond rather and that explains why they've got six different faces yeah, depending yeah. on where they are. Yeah. But yeah, I mean if they are going to and this is heavily rumored that it's going to be Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. They are I I I think I would prefer it if they put some lore into canon to explain that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really looking forward to see what Idris Elba can do in this, if he does do you it. You seem to be really convinced that it's going to be him next, because I was hearing that it was the guy from um, what's that? I was going to say Surbiton. Bridgerton. That is not what we're looking for. Yeah, the Bridgerton guy, but it seems to be anyone who's new and young and upcoming. <laughs> and Idris Elba. And, and, yeah, and I know he's always been in, in the frame, but I, I just don't I don't think that's absolutely... You seem to be very convinced that it's going to be Idris Elba. I'm pretty sure. Are you really sure? I, I, I don't know. Maybe I've just convinced myself. Yeah. I'm not... Yeah. I'm pretty open I'm looking at the odds now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the odds now. Um, and it, if these are right, it's not going to be Idris Elba. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy's favourite. <sighs> and again, I'm the same. I'm the same so with Idris, with, with Tom. I'd quite like it to be someone who's lesser known to be honest with you i think that's what the problem is rene jean page is that that's, bridgerton yeah that's bridgerton so i prefer it to be someone like him luke evans no um james norton sam hewan sam hewan no not one that i know right let's have a little google Who is he? the name sounds familiar but i don't know why you might be thinking of sam houghton who was in um or sam houston who was in an early series of Big Brother. No, that's not what I'm thinking. He's in Outlander. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Michael Fassbender, Jack Loudon, Richard Madden, Lashana Lynch, yeah. and Idris Elba. Okay, so right at the bottom then. Well, Killian Murphy, Henry Cavill, Jude Law, oh, really? so all the Chris usuals. Hemsworth, yeah. Aidan Turner, Henry okay. Golding, yeah. yeah. People okay. who it's not going to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't put that bet on. No. No. Well, get some money. Right, what's your number two? Uh, so, similar theme to Eternals, it is Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. 
trailer looked nice. I like the look of the trailer. I think this is the one that opens the doors to the rest of Phase 4. Mm-hmm. I am really excited that they're bringing back old characters. <laughs> you look at you pausing there. Yeah, because I'm trying to... You know, to yeah. everyone, if it's in the trailer, I think yeah. it's fair game. Um, in that there is well, Alfred Molina as, as Dr. Octopus... I'm trying to think who is actually shown and who isn't. Not but then me. there's there's a hell of a lot of rumoured former baddies and also former Spider-Men that are rumoured to be in this as well. Because it's the multitude of madness? No. Is that Doctor that's Strange? That's Doctor Strange is the multiverse of, <laughs> multiverse of madness. But it is the multiverse that we're looking at. I only get that from the trailer. Yes. So something happens with Doctor Strange that means that all these other things come together that's what i've got from the trailer yes that's right and what's it called is it no way home yes that doesn't sound very promising for war peter parker well they're all because it's homecoming far from home no way home the trilogy why oh Oh, because it's a trilogy so the trilogy of spider-man films is the first one's homecoming because it's set in high school then far from home because he's on a field trip he's not at home and then it's no way home because he's trapped in the multiverse, by the looks of it. It doesn't sound really good, though, doesn't it? Like, no way home. But Because if he does come home, then the the title's a lie. <laughs> Sorry. This is my literal take. My little, literal brain has gone. But if it's no way home, then he has to die at the end of it, surely. Or be stuck somewhere. Can we, can we, can we discuss all your problems with the Mission Impossible franchise, then? <laughs> Uh, no. And, and also your massive problem with the never-ending story. <laughs> when those credits came, you were proper pissed off. You no, know, I do. I do have problems with things like that. I mean, in the never-ending story, just you know, just to take that point, it isn't. The whole point of it is, it is never-ending because it's within your imagination. So the story does never end. Where with this, they're just saying there's no way home. But what if there is a way home, Mark? That's what I'm. I'm truly, that is the point of the film. If there's a way home, he needs to find it. Well, by that case, then no time to die, you know, then... I, I have exactly the same problem with that title. I hate that title. I oh, hate it. Oh, God. Yeah, no time to die. Well... Listeners are getting a chilling vision of what my <laughs> yeah, life involves at the minute, yeah. isn't it? Right, anyway, so Spider-Man No Way Home yeah. is looking good. And I agree, maybe I should have put it on the list, because tra- I did like the trailer, and I was... I thought, hmm, this is a bit more. It's a what point we get the. I think we'll get the Fantastic Four launched in the Mm -hmm. after credits to that, or maybe Doctor Strange, one of the two. Okay. You don't look excited by this. I'm just not. I wish I was. Like, genuinely, I know I'm always rolling my eyes when the MCU comes on, but I think there's part of me that's really jealous of your love for this. Because it's the type of thing that I would have loved to be involved with and picking apart and listening to podcasts talk about which order you should watch the films in and where everything comes. And, Don't get you know, me started I know, on that. I know, I won't. Do you know what I mean? Like the real intricacies of it. I have, I've really enjoyed WandaVision. WandaVision was my favourite out of all of the MCU things. I'm really looking forward to, surprise, surprise, Hawkeye. Just moving from film to TV. Yeah, that was a hell of a trailer. trailer that came out recently, set at Christmas no less, which is always exciting, looked amazing. With a Rogers trailer. Brilliant. Uh, Rogers Rogers musical. musical. Yeah. It looked brilliant. And I just thought, yes, this is fun and I can get on board with that. But I would love to be able to watch something like Hawkeye and pick up all of the 
Easter eggs in it and I can't because I don't really know what's happening in the MCU. I'll watch the films and then I don't really remember anything about them. You've got time. <laughs> I'm not going I'm not going back. I'm not going back to do it. We can do it. No, we can not. do it. We're not. One a day. Don't like it. <laughs> don't know why I've just said that. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like the thing that I've just said I really want <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah, it's not for me. It's not for me. But like I say, I would love it to be. I would have really liked to have got on board. But instead, I will go back to my historical dramas that I watch over and over and over again. And uh, possibly some musicals. That, that'll that be my, my version of the MCU, I think, for all, all eternity. So we know what our number ones are. Do we? Yes. I mean, I know what mine is, but... I know what yours is. Yours is The Matrix. Yeah. What's yours going to be, then? Well, we'll get to that, because it shouldn't be a surprise if you've been paying attention, but... Oh, no, I haven't, then, have I? <laughs> have I not been paying... Because you was... Oh, hang on. Right, was it something that... Oh, I know what it is. It's what we started We started the show with. Yes. Yes, okay. Well, <laughs> let, let's not break the format just yet. <laughs> okay. So, The Matrix Resurrections... Is it Matrix Resurrection? Resurrect the Matrix Resurrections. Is that what it actually is? The Matrix colon Resurrections. According to IMDb, it's not even colon. It's just the Matrix oh, Resurrections. Right. Okay. Matrix Four. Let's call it that. Matrix Two for me, <laughs> but. Uh... Yeah. Um. Wasn't excited about this at all until I saw the trailer. Funnily enough, a lot of trailer love on the podcast tonight. But I watched that trailer three times in a row in the middle of the night when I was up doing child caring activities. And I just thought, wow, this looks great. I don't understand what what's happening in it in any way, shape or form. But I just, I, I don't know whether it's Keanu Love, to be honest with you. He's there, he's got his hair, he's there with Carrie Moss. Yaya Abdul Mateen the Seconds in it. Correct. Which he must be playing a young Morpheus because he it almost like it looks, looks it yeah. really looks like a young um Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's some sort of CGI thing as well to sort of change the shape of his face. But it you know, he really does have the, the look of him. And I just kind of thought, you know what? Let's just go with it. There's been a global pandemic. Things have been rubbish. Let's just go with it. it How is do you one, feel? It's one of the strongest trails I've ever seen. I I like the first Matrix film. I Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because your hyperbole just hasn't been around very much recently. Yeah. But when we first started the podcast, particularly when we were talking about a small Yoda-esque character, yes. um, you... you Went for it with the old. I it's stand the best by that. thing it's, ever. It's one in of the, the best world. TV characters. I'm of not all time. entirely sure this is the best trailer you've ever seen. Oh, I think this is this. <laughs> it's done exactly what it should do. It's get me excited from not okay. being excited at all. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and so many times I don't feel it's revealed anything to me. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the worst case in that I can think of recently was the, um, Incredible Hulk being in Thor Ragnarok. You saw that and you're like, oh god, really? And then when it came, no one was surprised. Mm. This just left strings dangling, but not explaining anything. I mean, this has got really good people in, it hasn't it? Beautiful as well. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned you mentioned 
Keanu Reeves and Yaya Abdul-Mateen mm. and Carrie Ann Moss. Um, I really like Jessica Henwick, um, who is in Game of Thrones, but also is by far the only good thing in Iron Fist. Okay, yes. Uh, Christina Ricci, uh, Jonathan Groff. I mean, t- yeah. Who... Oh, I'm so excited. I think it. Well, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the Matrix Resurrections trailer. I would switch off now, but it looks like he's playing. But wait for me to talk about my number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that as well. Um, it looks like he is playing, um, like an agent character. Yeah. I didn't see um, what's his name, Lord Elrond from um, from Lord of the Rings. I can't remember his name. Who was the agent in the original Matrix? Why can I only see him as an elf? Hugo Weaving. Thank you. All I can see him is like little his pointy ears and his long cloak, being all like elfy. I mean, that's, in that's Lord the, of the reason Rings. I like it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it looks like it's and Jonathan. I love Jonathan. Just love him. So, yeah, brilliant casting. Haven't got a clue what's going on. It's all timey-wimey. It's all mash your brain up. I, I love it. I love it. And it had a real Blade Runnery feel to it, which is not a bad thing in my book. And obviously it's Lana Wachowski, so she's coming back. It's her thing. Yes. Obviously not with her sister, but it's her her thing. And I think... She, I don't think she would go into this with a set. You know, if you had someone else going in and going, oh, I'm going to do Matrix, I'm going to bring my own vibe to it, I might be thinking, oh, okay. But she knows what she's doing with this. I know you might say, well, she didn't know what she was doing with the earlier sequels, but, you know. But I don't mind the early, I don't mind the sequels at all. I mean, I feel like Speed Racer. <laughs> I still think that's the second best film okay. the Wachowskis have ever done. Um, and certainly better than um, your favourite film, Cloud Atlas. Well, uh, when I had a look at this earlier, it looks like David Mitchell. Yeah, who, not that one. Yeah, not that one. Who wrote Cloud Atlas is does have a writing credit on this as well. Yes, he does. Which again, I mean, God, I love that film. <laughs> I love that film so much. I'm quite excited about that. I'm quite excited about it. So yeah, that's uh, that's my number one. Okay. Right I'm, I'm surprised my number one is so far down on your list. Yeah, so am I actually. Oh, okay. Now I'm now I'm thinking about it. You you start first. You talk about Edgar and and your so thoughts Ed, on this film. Edgar writes last night in Soho. Mm-hmm. Um, I will pay attention. Let's put my cards on the table. I will watch anything Edgar Wright does. Absolutely. He is five for five with me. Mm-hmm. I love Scott Pilgrim. I love the Cornetto trilogy. I really, really like Baby Driver. Um, that is them all, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just making I sure I'm not missing anything. I think because he was meant to do Ant-Man, you might yes. be thinking of the films that he was previously yes. yeah, involved with and then obviously mm. he left that one. But when I first when I saw the first teaser trailer, I thought this was Midnight in Paris, mm-hmm. uh, and just a bit of a, a another play on that. Have you seen Midnight in Paris? No, I'm nodding away, but I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. Okay, so that's Owen Wilson in Paris goes into a pub, and he is transported to the and I'm not going to commit myself to a mm-hmm. time frame, mm-hmm. but he's there drinking with Hemingway and all the. Um, 
all the, the people, greats of all that the greats era. of that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah, and he yeah, that, that's basically yeah, that's that's basically the entire conceit of the film. This is Thompson McKenzie, who I absolutely adore in everything I've seen her in. I think she's such a strong actress in Jojo Rabbit, in Leave No Trace. Uh, she's actually in Old for a very, very short amount of time. And I think I've bitched and moaned in Old about how little she had to do. But she is so, so good in, in everything she's been in. Anya Taylor-Joy, who's having mm. such a good year. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think she's had, she's had anything where people have gone... Mm. Yeah. She's a really compelling presence as well. And Matt Smith's in this as well, isn't he? I Matt, can only sort Matt of Smith's fleetingly keep remember that he's in. And yeah, so from what we can tell from the trailer, this is Thompson McKenzie is in Soho, but is transported back to the 60s. And that was kind of where... And she is in a sort of quantum leap style in Anya Taylor-Joy's body. I didn't really get that from the trailer and only having listened to people give a sort of synopsis of the film have I realised that is what is happening. I didn't understand, and this is, it's a good trailer, I didn't understand what was going on but I knew it was freaky. I knew it was just a bit weird and timey-wimey again and just odd. What I love about this is that it looks like Edgar Wright going full whack into psychological horror. Because that's what the latest trailer has sort of gone down. And I haven't this seen is, the latest trailer. Oh, wow. So don't, yeah, don't So, I mean, there's much. not a lot that you can say about mm. it other than it, it goes into a very dark territory. This isn't just going to be, oh, I'm transported back and I'm a singer on stage and I'm kissing Matt Smith. Mm. Um, there are such good people in this. Diana Riggs in this. Oh, uh, the late Diana Rigg. Yes. Terence Stamps in this. Really weird castings, but... James and Oliver Phelps are in this. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Who I've not seen in anything since Harry Potter, other than one advert for the BBC Sounds app on... Yeah, yeah, uh, we do see them every now and again, don't yeah. we? Like, oh, there they are. But I just trust Edgar Wright with whatever yeah, he's so going do to do. so do I. And if he wants to go dark and crazy, and I And it am... looks very genre, doesn't it? It looks yeah. really genre, and probably films that I don't know very well. But I, I can see the references without knowing the names of the films, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, you're looking at something and you're thinking, oh, he's clearly... Re-. I don't know whether there was almost like... And I don't know these films, like I say, very well at all, but like a Suspiria sort of vibe. Like, I know what that looks like when people say that in film magazines. Yes. I know when someone references a particular film, even if I haven't seen it, I kind of get the atmosphere that they are... Do, do you know what I mean when I say that? Absolutely. And this was very... I mean, it's black and in just the tone of some of the scenes that she's in pitch black or dark with maybe a shock of red. Yeah, it it looks intriguing. I hope it's not so scary that I'm not going to, you know... What's well, being you released know me and... uh, Halloween weekend. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, it might be very scary then. Well, it might not, mm. but, you know, okay. probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Maybe that's why it's low on my list, because I'm thinking... It sounds good and it looks fine, but I don't actually want to go and see it. Mm. That might be why it's... You know me, I'd prefer a big, you know, brash, nostalgia fest Ghostbusters sequel to a scary, scary film. (laughs) Yes. So that's probably why. Yeah, fair enough, Mm. fair enough. That's that's a really interesting list then. It's really nice that we, you know, when I first thought about this, actually we've only got a few months left. Of 2021, surely we're just going to come up with the same list and it's just going to be in a different order because it will be for me and you. We look for different things. 
And I knew you'd have like the Eternals or Eternals in there and the other MCU films would just naturally be on your list and they won't be in mine unless it's something I'm particularly looking forward to. But it's really nice that they are so different. I tell you what though, I thought there were more films coming out towards the end of this year that are now actually that have been pushed back to twenty twenty two than than I realised. So I was thinking we might have had Death on the Nile this year, which I know no one's excited about apart from me. Um I'm, but, I'm interested to see what the hell they're yeah, gonna do. I don't with, know what uh, they're gonna do yeah. with it. Um but things like Top Gun actually I was about to say things like June but June is coming out this year and that wasn't on your list and I thought that would be because it's the sort of thing that I think would intrigue you but no I don't know anything about June oh right okay like other than so Denis Villeneuve I like some of his stuff I love Arrival I think Arrival was probably one of my favourite films of the past Mm. five years is it five years yeah it must be five years probably pushing it now yeah No, I think it's 2017. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just don't... Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just not interested in the source material. I, again, I will go see it. And there are people in it who I really like. But yeah, it's just... It just seems like um, I'm. it's a bit too hard sci-fi for my liking. Um, from what I can tell. I hope mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm And a lot of people who I respect and who really... Um, whose things, whose opinions I tend to follow are really excited for it. So yeah. I'm hoping it's a nice surprise mm-hmm. for me. Right. Right. That was quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah, we better start booking in babysitters then. Yeah, I know. It's going to be like one every week at this at this point. That was really nice. Mm. I'm quite, quite happy doing the After Work Drake. It's been such a long time since we've done one. And I'm like, this is probably not the ending of the show that will you know, it's what you expected, but it's just been really nice to have a chat just about films without seeing one, if that makes sense. Yes. And just catching up on what's coming next, because I really feel like I'm out of the loop. Like, having to look up the list made me really think, oh, wow, things are really coming out, and they're coming out soon. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing the same trailers over and over again. Mm. Um, I mean, Halloween Kills seems to come in oh, up all the Oh, yeah, time. that comes up quite a lot as well. Yeah, and I keep on thinking, funnily enough, time back, I spent the first two times I saw that, I didn't realise it was Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and I thought it was Carol from The Walking Dead. Oh, so uh, she looks just like her when she's in the back of that truck. So every time you mention The Walking Dead, I think there should be like some sort of alarm goes off. <laughs> it's a bit like justified, isn't it? It comes up quite a lot on the podcast. I think it's just purely because it's got such a wide cast that they always come up. All right, Mark. Mm. All right. And then, you know, Venom let there be carnage. Yeah, that as well. That's short. People were saying that was under 90 minutes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Directed and by Andy Serkis. Yeah. And it that's, might... probably, that's probably going to be the best thing out of all of them. And it might have a trailer for the... Uh, so the first one had a preview for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse oh, at the end of it. So you might get a trailer for Into the Spider-Verse 2. Wow. Brilliant. Or was it the other way around? I don't know. Good. Let's end it there. Yes, let's end it there. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for coming back for another After Work Drinks after such a long time away. If anyone's still listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can find... <laughs> Sorry, do you want to go first? No, you go. Are you sure? You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at The Honeymoon Pod. And if you would like to leave us a review anywhere you get podcasts from, that'd be much appreciated. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>